Welcome to the Rebel Heart Coaching Podcast, where BSN registered nurse, integrative health practitioner, and board certified life coach, Samantha Shatek teaches you how to go beyond managing your circumstances and start intentionally creating a life you love using her proven strategies. Hey friend, how are you today? I'm so excited to be talking about this topic. I wanted to talk with you today about faith and fear. I think that there are so many different views on both of these subjects and there's just so many different ways to really look at and interpret these words and these concepts. And I just wanted to delve into what my current understanding and some new thoughts that I've been having about both of these concepts in this moment. And so the reason that this idea is coming to me is it stems from the fact that in my therapy sessions lately, and also in some of my coaching sessions, these subjects tend to come up a lot. And lately in my own journey, I had this realization that I see myself as a pretty emotionally in tune person who is feeling their feelings. I'm not immune to buffering or distraction. But I realize that even though I am pretty comfortable with my emotions and many emotions, that fear is an emotion for me that I have tended to skip over in the past. And I've bypassed it to some degree. But I wasn't aware I was doing this. And now when I look back, and in hindsight, I have a greater understanding now, and I can see why I might have developed this pattern as a child of skipping over intense feelings of fear, which for me meant feeling hopeless or powerless in certain situations that I couldn't control. So in my nervous system, I'd of course, I'd feel fear as a, as a kid. I think we all do at times. But instead of just letting that fear be there or see it all the way through, I jump to a sense of over-functioning in my nervous system and take action. So what that could look like is maybe I would clean or I would be strong or I'd go exercise or I'd try to take care of things. And I just wasn't often engaging in feeling my fear fully because for me, as I said, that would mean hopelessness and collapse. And it just wasn't a feeling that I felt safe or comfortable feeling. Now, it didn't mean that I still didn't feel fear or that I haven't felt afraid in my life. But I think what started as a pattern in childhood it has actually continued to some degree where I would start feeling the fear. But I think there's something where I was associating like fear is weakness and I would cut it off at the pass. So I would compensate by jumping over the feeling and stopping it so I could feel more like I was in control and not helpless. And I would jump in to be in charge. I would try to take over things 
or I distract myself in a variety of ways. And I think, although I've become more aware into my adulthood of trying to be emotionally in tune, I think that until I was aware of this recently, that I am realizing that I have been doing this to some degree. And so that was a little bit rattling for me to realize that I'm doing something and it comes from a really good place of coping and it served a purpose then, but now it's not really serving me anymore. And I could just see like a slideshow of my life that flashed before my eyes and all the ways that not letting myself feel the fear has manifested in things that aren't as helpful in my life. And so I really wanted to be vulnerable and dive in today about the subject of faith and fear. And so what is the difference between fear and faith? They both require your imagination and they require that you believe in something you cannot see. Both faith and fear are completely made up because the truth is no one really knows what your future looks like. But my question is, why do we tend to use our own imagination and thoughts against ourselves instead of for ourselves? Because that's the difference between fear and faith. They're both made up. We all have a choice about what we're choosing. So I like to think of fear as imagination without direction. And fear is primarily caused by ignorance. It's like weeds in a way where the weeds in our garden will grow automatically. Our knee-jerk reaction to life that has often become habitual, just like what was happening with, with me without even being aware of you thinking or believing it. And a lot of the fear is perpetuated by media or news outlets. Governments spread it on purpose. Your friends and family, although they love you, they may unknowingly harbor a lot of fear and operate from this place and spread it. And also, it's very common for companies to actually capitalize on fear and use it to sell products. Faith, on the other hand, is having an intentionally focused imagination and deciding to be certain to take action and to follow through. So if you choose faith, it doesn't mean that you still don't feel fear. And actually, we can't eliminate all fear and we wouldn't want to because fear can caution us to be safe or heed warnings and it can keep us healthy. It can be a healthy thing for us to feel fear and you can still feel fear, but you don't have to run from it. Instead, you can feel it all the way through and use it instead to fuel you and not make it mean that you shouldn't move forward. You can use it to fuel you forward assuming that it's a safe situation. I've said this so many times, but our brain is hardwired for danger and to be constantly scanning for danger so we can stay alive and keep ourselves safe. So a healthy fear is appropriate, 
But there's so many times that we have a negative bias in our brain to look for the things that might harm us. And we feel a lot of fear way too frequently. And not only does does that cause chemicals of stress in our body, having a few fearful thoughts can cause our immune system to dip for like three hours. But conversely, if we're thinking positive thoughts and feeling gratitude and feeling those higher vibrational emotions, our immune system can be bolstered for three or more hours. If you see weeds in a garden, you don't necessarily ignore them, hopefully, but you also don't go out and fertilize them and sing to them. You ideally acknowledge them and pull them out by the root so that the other vegetables and herbs and foods that you want to grow can take up more space and not be suffocated by the weeds. And, you know, there's no guarantee of anything in life, even if you have faith. But my question is, why would you want to keep imagining on purpose? And a lot of us don't know that we have a choice. So I will say that a lot of us don't even know we can choose something differently. But why would you want to keep imagining the worst case scenarios and keep feeding that to your brain and body over and over? So here's the thing. If you don't believe me, that's fine. But the truth is you are in control of that. But most of us just are not used to understanding that or using it to manage our emotions or our mind better. We aren't taught how to manage our mind or emotions in school. It's not a priority. But it's one of the most important things we can do because everything in our life stems from being able to manage our mind and our emotions. Literally everything. So I'm coming back to this idea that fear is often used intentionally by those who are in power who want to sell you something, persuade you, or control you. And honestly, they know this. They have psychologists working for their teams. They know exactly what they're doing. And I'm sorry, but doesn't this piss you off? I just feel like it probably should. And here's the thing. When we are in fear chronically, we typically feel uncertain. We have as I mentioned, stress hormones coursing through your blood and body, we then feel ready to either fight or flee or to freeze, but we're not able to talk, think, or engage normally with our frontal lobe of our executive functioning brain that has our best future self in mind. Okay, so our immune system is weakened by stress and the corresponding hormones We also feel usually more unsteady and we often lack confidence when we're afraid. And then we make poor decisions and more irrational choices because the part of our brain that's focused on that survival, that's scanning for danger, which is the reptilian and emotional part of our brain, that's way more active and lit up on brain scans, if you look at it, than the part of our brain that makes smarter decisions, which your future self and mind, which is the frontal lobe, which is completely hijacked and offline when you're in fear. This is what I want to talk about. There is a universal and divine energy or power that never, ever stops flowing through us and to us starting from our crown chakra into our mind and brain 
and it flows through our body. This can be measured and photographed. Curlian Photography measures this as well as some other devices now. I know that the HeartMath Institute is really a key organization in being able to measure, for example, the energetic field of the heart and the energetic field of the brain and the organs. Much like we have, we know that there's EKGs and ECGs and other ways that we can measure things that are invisible. So there's this universal and divine energy and it's flowing through you right now as you listen to this. It's flowing through me as I record this episode. But most of us do not understand ourselves and our relationship with this energy and our own mind. We all have the ability to choose thoughts with the conscious part of our mind. But most people instead are choosing negative, fearful thoughts that don't serve them. And I do want to say that a lot of times we don't even know that we're thinking these thoughts because we're not aware of it. We're not aware of the programs that have been downloaded into us, either from childhood or society, or we're in a trance when we're watching TV as ads run in between and the commercials will get downloaded like directly into your subconscious because you're in that hypnotic state. So a lot of the times it's not really your fault, but the awareness piece is key here because it just doesn't serve you to be thinking such fearful thoughts all the time. And I'm talking about the ones that don't serve you, not the ones that keep you safe. If you're on the edge of a cliff and you're looking down and you're thinking about jumping, but you see rocks in the ocean or in the river or in the lake, your rational brain sends an alert signal saying, hey, it's probably not a great idea to jump because there's rocks. Okay, I'm not talking about that healthy kind of fear. I'm talking about the other kind of fear that isn't serving us. And actually, worry and doubt, I'm beginning to realize are both psychic diseases. And it's an absolute waste of the divine energy that flows through us. It's an absolute waste of our resources, our creative resources that we have available to us of infinite potential and possibility. And so the question is, why do we do that? I mean, we're human. We have this condition. We all are subject sometimes to fear. And it's because what we do is we let the outside world and the outside environment control our thinking. And when we build up this negative idea with enough repetition, we then impress it into our subconscious mind. And then that sets up a vibration called fear. This is an important concept that I'm going to go over with you, and I really want you to get this. So whatever we are repeating, we impress into our subconscious. If that's gratitude, then that's what's getting impressed. If it's fear, then that's what's getting impressed. Everything that we repeat over and over, whether that's a thought or an action, gets downloaded eventually into our subconscious. We create neural pathways in our brain and in our body. Neurons start to form around what we're repeating. So whatever we repeat 
So that includes negative ideas and positive ideas with enough repetition. We impress directly into our subconscious mind, and then that sets up a particular vibration. If you're constantly fearful and impressing that, guess what? That is going to come out as anxiety. And this is where most people get Valium or maybe try to get therapy, or a lot of times the reason that we have so many addictions in society is because we're buffering these feelings of fear and anxiety with substances or activities. Even if the activities seem to be healthy, the intention is that we're avoiding feelings and trying to alleviate the pain and suffering we're we're feeling that's been self-inflicted from all of the fear. So most people don't actually understand the cause of their anxiety and they suppress it and they bottle it up and nothing good can come from that because when we bottle up the anxiety that comes from fear and then we suppress it, it leads to depression And then if we suppress it long term and we're depressed, this will, without a doubt, eventually turn into disease, decline, and disintegration. This is a contraction. It's not a good use of our our energy. And listen, if you're someone who has a lot of anxiety and fear, you're not alone. Most of us humans do, including me. In particular, I have a lot of anxiety about riding in the car. I've tried to figure it out and I'm very frustrated at times about trying to figure it out. And I have made progress looking at different models, different ways of healing, different paradigms to look through. And this is one of the lenses that I've looked through to try to help me with my mindset around the subject. It's a very deeply embedded program for me. And so I am completely not coming down hard on you if you have anxiety and fear because that truth be told is most of us in some area of our life or at some stage in our life. But what I am saying is that we all have a choice and it's actually life or death. It's actually the difference between living a life we love and doing things we want to do and staying healthy versus feeling stagnant and suffocated and actually feeling unwell in our physical bodies eventually and unhealthy and disease. So faith based on knowledge and understanding is the key to freedom. I want to go into faith now. When we know information, when we have knowledge, and where does knowledge come from? Knowledge comes from studying It comes from learning and growing and mainly in yourself. That's why I think coaching is valuable and that everybody on the freaking planet should get a coach because and therapy. And so, yes, studying yourself is the most important investment, but also studying other subjects that you're interested in and not just in a traditional way. If going to school is something that's going to serve you in your career, that's awesome. I'm all about that. But I'm talking about the kind of study that you do on your own because you're curious and you want to build awareness about life and about yourself. So when we know more information and study and we do that on purpose, 
we repeat that over and over and we start learning and becoming aware of new ideas. And we increase our perception, we increase our understanding, we increase and expand our consciousness. And so it's really important that we do that. And when we have understanding that comes from studying, this results in faith. Because we understand that faith is the ability to see the invisible, believe the incredible, and receive what everybody else thinks is impossible. When we have faith, this will then manifest in well-being in our body, and that's expressed. The opposite is anxiety. So if we are in well-being in our bodies, we will feel that because we're thinking thoughts that will trigger a more positive neurochemical response throughout our bloodstream. So then we find that the well-being is expressed in our body and this expression picks up speed and turns into acceleration or momentum because we are at ease in our mind, body, and spirit, and we are in alignment with source energy or with God or whatever you want to call it. We are in alignment and there's no resistance or very little resistance or drag. See, our negative thinking and the fear creates a lot of resistance and blocks that flow of energy that literally comes into our physical bodies through the top of our head and goes down all the way through our feet and back up. Okay, so your physical body is a channel. And when we're in fear, and we have a lot of negative thinking, we create a lot more resistance and closure for that energy to flow through us. So when we are at ease, we have this faith that picks up speed, and that turns into ease and this energy flowing freely causes creation and manifestation. And as creative beings, and yes, you are a creative being, I don't care how hard you want to argue that you are a creative being in this world. Creativity is broad and wide and deep. And this is how we create and eventually get the results in our life. But when we're doing the opposite, if we're on the other side of that polarity of that spectrum, we have collapse and disintegration and disease. And so I wish I could give you a visual right now. I'm a visual learner. But when we lay it out so clearly, we realize that it's foolish to not invest in understanding how to manage our minds in this way and to find a way to be aware of what we're thinking and find a way to have more faith. And whatever that looks like for you, I don't care how the faith comes in who or what, whatever it is, but it's going to serve you so powerfully to manage your mind and pull the weeds out that are suffocating you and your dreams and your manifestations. You see, it's not the situation or circumstances in our lives that cause people to live in fear and anxiety. It's the lack of understanding and perspective about the situation. And as we know, everything has a polar opposite. So if we can just feel in to what I'm saying, 
and feel into the fact that there's this divine universal energy that exists and that we're a channel from the cosmos to the earth. And the more we have emotions that are lower in vibration that don't match the vibrations of that universal energy going through us, the more we cause resistance and drag. Things take longer, things seem harder, things seem more impossible. So what I'm saying to you is we have a choice every minute and every day. And I know life is busy and I know life can be challenging. And I know some of us are just trying to survive. But even in that, your life can change. And I have no doubt with one thought, one action, one choice, your life can be different forever. And I believe that with every ounce of my being. I would not be coaching if I didn't believe that and see that and know that time and time again. So from ignorance, if we're in ignorance, we worry and we have doubt. And then we end up anxious. And then with our anxiety, because it's not as socially acceptable, and we feel self-conscious. And remember, the chemicals of doubt and worry and stress are on board. So we're not thinking as clearly. And from anxiety, after we feel fear in our bodies, we feel anxiety. And then this expresses itself physically through so many different means. And then we suppress it and bottle it up. And this eventually leads to depression. And long term chronic depression will lead to disease and deterioration. So that's one side of the spectrum. Okay, that's a polarity. And the other side of the polarity is that we have knowledge. And from knowledge, we study both ourselves and other subjects that help us navigate the world and shift our perceptions. And from when we study, we have a greater understanding. And from this understanding, we develop faith. And we feel that faith in our body as well-being. And then we express this through our body as acceleration and expression which looks like creativity, which looks like starting new things, which looks like growth, which looks like joy, which then accelerates the momentum and and it creates ease in our life and in our body. And I want to say just because we're working on our mind and we're having more understanding and faith, it doesn't mean that the fear is not going to come. It doesn't mean that everything is going to be perfect and then we're not going to have troubles or problems. But the difference is this, that the way that you look at the problems will change and we won't suffer so much by our own doing. It's one thing when circumstances happen and they're hard, but let's not add suffering on top of what is hard in life. We have a choice. You have a choice. It's practice. It takes a faith and a belief, actually, to even have the courage to keep coming back to choosing to be aware and choosing to do the work 
that's so sometimes tedious and difficult and not very rewarding initially in the short term of looking at our thoughts and getting honest with ourselves and feeling our feelings and trusting that it's all leading to something. That in itself is an act of faith, just to be disciplined enough to do all of this. But you have a choice. There's so many avenues to creating a better mindset. There's so many avenues. We can work on our physical body. We can work on our minds. We can get help. There's no one pathway. There's a thousand pathways, but it all leads to you creating a new reality for yourself through your own imagination and thinking and studying and understanding and through your own faith. I just want to make sure that you know that I'm not villainizing fear. I absolutely feel like fear serves us. And when we feel the fear about something, it also just means that it's new and we've maybe never done it before and that it's possible that we'll fail. But on the other side of that anxiety is excitement and possibility and wonder And how can you just use that fear when it's a healthy fear, when it's not a fear that's trying to keep you safe and know the difference and use it to fuel you and propel you forward? A friend of mine recently said something, and I love it so much. And she said, I like to view life as failing forward. So she literally sees any failure, quote unquote failure, as a chance to move forward and grow And I had never heard it put quite like that before. And it was so beautiful. So may you always fail forward. If no one's told you today, I love you. I'm grateful for you. And you are enough. And hey, I also want to invite you to join me for my six month coaching program. I'll work with just you one on one. And I'm going to help you get the results that I know you can get. I promise your life will be different. Go to www.rebelheartcoaching.com to sign up for a consult today. I'll see you inside. Hey, no, 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 no.